This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And I think that's a perfect way to bring in our guest, Corey McCartney. You will listen to him later on today with Grant McCauley from the Diamond, but we got him now. We're making you get up and be a part of the show. But I think we should bring Corey in on this question that we have been struggling with throughout the day today just to see if he has an answer because we are stuck on something. Did you see that story, uh, that story, Corey? And, by the way, good morning. That the Sporting News did morning. Sporting News did where they put out the, um, the Mount Rushmore of cities that had the four professional teams. I have five, excuse me. Five professional teams. So – uh, the four men's ones, and then the WNBA, all right? And Atlanta was excluded from that list. We don't know why, because we've now found the reasons using their framework that they should have been included. But we got two of them that we all agree on, Hank Aaron, Dominique Wilkins. If you had to pick the other two, if you have such a guess, if not, we'll get right into the Braves. Who? But who would you choose? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, Michael Vick. I would put Michael Vick on there. Uh, that would be the fourth one. Um, now I said Don, I said Dion first. That yeah. was me. I only came to three, but I'm not trying to sway you. I'm just, I'm just, you know, from your perspective, people are going to drive through the city, I mean, see this Mount Rushmore. They are going to immediately identify these four faces and know why they're there. I will put Joseph Martinez on there because I think it, as much as we. You know, sometimes get the MLS stuff gets lost, and I know I'm saying, you know, obviously with the Legends '99, but it, it was it was a cultural experience when they first came up and when they won that first championship, and he was the poster boy of all that, and he's still there. He's you know putting up these MLS records. So I know you know if you go outside of Atlanta, you may not get the notoriety. People, not everyone's going to know Joseph Martinez, but in Atlanta, they know Joseph Martinez. So I will have him as my fourth guy. Wow, Sam, you said that he, too. He, you well, he is a guy that people do know. I mean, we got a handful of guys, and that's the other part about it. Corey, we're gonna get the Braves in a minute. It's the fact that Atlanta's had so few of those guys that people in other cities would buy a ticket to see. And see, you mentioned two of them in Michael Vick and and, and Joseph Martinez. And we got you know some playing baseball now. Obviously, with with Ronald Acuna, people will pay. Him. We got Trey Young here now. But Atlanta, it's it's kind of rare that we got all these guys in town at the same time right now. Because Atlanta has had just so few of those guys down through the years that folks in other cities would buy a ticket to see. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and and not only that, I mean they're the kind of players that make kids want to play those sports, and that's the biggest thing too. I think is 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 being that you know that that beacon or that you know whatever you want to call it, uh, getting kids to want to play sports. I think that's that's kind of an underrated part of it too. Yeah, you want to sell tickets, but who's that kid that somebody's got a poster of on their wall? And even getting them to do it with somebody local and not saying, you know, he's got he's like he's, that's a Yankees fan down the street. You know, he's got an Aaron Judge. To have them be local kids that are making an impact, uh, I think that's a big thing. I got another name that's going to come up in the list pretty soon here, and that's Strider. 
I mean, <laughs> listen, Spencer Strider and what he's doing, he not only has Atlanta fan base excited, but you got conversations throughout the league about what this guy could be and being a part of this rotation. Your thoughts on what's next for him? Honestly, I think with Spencer Strider, it's you know you 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 know he's going to have to make adjustments to adjustments, right? I mean, it's obviously a cliche that people talk about all the time, but after a book's been out on you for a while, you know, guys know you know what they're looking for a little bit more. Um, I think that's going to be the big thing for him because we've seen him kind of. You know, it was great the last time out, but those last one before the All Star game, you know, he had his struggles. So I think that's going to be a big thing is the adjustment period for him. And another thing too is is going to be the innings because you know he's 16 away from the most he's thrown as a professional. So uh, I think that's going to be something to watch too, especially when you think about the trade deadline and what are the Braves going to do? Are they going to bring in an additional starter to kind of help shield from you know the ups and downs that they've had from Ian Anderson and ultimately the innings that they're going to be see uh, get built out here uh, over these uh, upcoming starts from Strider. So, but I, you know he's been fantastic. Yeah, obviously you know, in every conversation for National League Rookie of the Year as he should be. I'm just interested to see going forward as he as teams adjust. How does he adjust? Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Corey McCartney. He is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Corey J. McCartney, at Corey J. McCartney, all lowercase. You know, you talk about pitching and Leo Mazzoni, uh, honored by the Braves this weekend, and he was in the broadcast booth last night on, uh, you know, in Valley Sports. At the time, he talked about Ian Anderson. And so when we talked about all the, the problems that he's had last night, there were no problems. And Leo was saying, hey, leave the guy alone, let him pitch. Uh, what do you think about that effort that he gave us last night? Uh, it was what he needed at the exact time. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, it was fantastic. I mean, he allowed two base runners, one hit and one walk, six innings, struck out nine. Uh, it, it, he was, it was among the best starts in the regular season that Anderson's had. And, I mean, I think to say he had been struggling would be an understatement. You look at the 12 starts before that, hit his 6-2-5 ERA. Teams were hitting 3-0-3 against him. And really the, the big thing was just, he could not get anything done with that fastball. I mean, opponents in June were hitting 481 against his four seam. In July, it was 308. And Saturday, the Diamondbacks had one hit, but they did not have a hit against that four seam in 40. He threw, um, ratcheted up that curveball use. He threw it uh, you know, 24% of the time. Uh, again, this was a start that he needed. And I, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you're, if you're the Braves, you're not going to go out and get a Luis Castillo, who obviously was dealt to the the Mariners, because you know what you have in Ian Anderson, and you want to give him time to, to reset and find that groove that he was in during the past couple postseason. So I don't think anyone thinks that Ian Anderson's washed by any sense of the word there, but uh, to just allow him to, to have time to get on track. And you know, he certainly looked like he was getting on track last night against Arizona. Man, I got so many questions for you here. Anyway, Corey McCartney joining Sam McGregor here at Sports Radio 929 The Game. 929thegame.com. You talk about acquisitions as moving to the trade deadline. If we can't get Otani, which is what I want, and I know it's not happening, but that's that's who I want. But obviously you got to think about what you're going to do as far as bringing another bat in or uh, filling in for Adam Duvall. This is a great opportunity in my mind. You know what you got from Cunha. You know what you're, we've seen from Eddie Rosario, Eddie Rosario going into, you know, late into the season and in the postseason. He ain't scared of nobody. But this is a prime time for Michael Harris Jr. to step up and solidify an outfield that loses Duval, even though he's coming in from Eckforth. But if you can lock in and feel very comfortable about those three on a regular basis out there in the outfield, that's pretty good. And and and, and you have the luxury of taking your time or getting somebody who may not be top shelf, but still an added component before um before Tuesday. 
You can, and I wouldn't mind seeing them get, get somebody who could maybe, you know, solidify the defensive side of things a little bit more. You know, certainly, you, you know, we've seen Eddie Rosario make some great plays. You know, when you have Marcelo Zoon out there, I think a lot of times you hold your breath. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind them getting that right-handed or switch-hitting complement back uh, that could go out there and fill that need. So I think a guy like Ian Happ with the Cubs, to me, just makes so much sense. Because yes. it, it, it not, only, not only does he make sense in the outfield, but they've had among the, the bottom five second base production since Ozzy Albies has been out. Um, you know whether he comes back at the end at some point in August or early September. What's working? What had you know worked in moments with Arcia and Robinson Cano is not working on a day to day basis. So I think getting somebody with versatility who could help them out in the outfield and potentially in the infield as well. Uh, I would really like to see them do that. But I think there's going to be a bidding war for Ian Happ, and we'll see how aggressive Alex Anthopoulos wants to get for a player of that ilk. Talking with Corey McCartney, you can hear him later today from the Diamond here at Sports Radio 929 The Game. Uh, there, along with Grant McCauley, Kenley Jansen, um, you know, sore back after Friday, uh, held him out last night. What are you thinking as far as what we should do with him? Because he's missed some time recently. You you want him you want him as healthy as possible, you know, for this second half. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing, right? I mean, you, you don't want to, you know, push the issue with Jansen now, and certainly he missed, you know, time as well, um, you know, with that irregular heartbeat. Um, you, you know when he's in there and he's on. I mean, there are a few guys in the game that are better, which is, again, I think when you look at August 2nd and that trade deadline, what can you do to, to help solidify that bullpen a little bit more? Because, you know, A.J. Minter has the stuff to go out there and be a closer, but – then what are you taking away from his normal role if you're not going to be using Kenley on you know those days when you would typically use him? So I wouldn't be surprised to see them go out and get uh, an additional arm here in the bullpen. And, and that's always the, the place, right? If you're looking to upgrade and make easy upgrades at the trade deadline, a bullpen arm is always one of the easiest things you can do there. I mean, the Tigers have a litany of guys. They've got Andrew Chafin, who I really like, a lefty. He's got a 2.64 ERA. I mean, it, it just uh, the, the K rate on him jumped off the page. Another guy that people are really, really not talking a lot about, but you knew him as a, a all-star starter for the Rays, but Matt Moore is having a really good year out of the Rangers bullpen. Um, he's got a 1.61 ERA. So I think there's some, there's some lefties that they could use because Will Smith had his issues. I think you could bring another left-hander in there, and it could really help things. And then obviously you can take some pressure off of Minter if he has to shoulder those save opportunities if you're not going to use Jansen all the time. All right, Corey, so we feel confident these guys may get the win today against Arizona. And if they don't, either way, we got the series. But I'm looking at them sweeping Arizona. Philadelphia, uh, it's a push, okay? It's a two-game series, really short. You're not going to learn anything more about Philadelphia or yourselves. Just get through that one, stay healthy as you head up to New York. My question is, isn't this a better time to face this team, even on the road? You still got DeGrom. You know, when is he going to make his first minor league start? And Scherzer's only one game. You got four games up there with these guys. And here's an opportunity. If they're the only if he's the only person you're worried about, meaning Scherzer, you gotta feel good about going up there with this team the way it's presently constructed and the way they're batting. And pitching. Uh, well, Jacob DeGrom is yeah, well Jacob DeGrom is going to make his first start for the Mets on Tuesday. So um there's the, the real uh, setting things up where you could see Carlos Carrasco, Taiwan Walker, Max Scherzer, and Jacob DeGrom uh, in that series. You could end up facing Scherzer and DeGrom uh, in that Saturday doubleheader. 
uh, on August 6th. So, I mean, that could be <laughs> that could be uh, a must-see TV uh, without question. But Corey, but, Corey, what is um, what yeah, the, Corey? What are the reports about his his rehab starts? What is he looking like? But again, because if it's his first start uh, or second, he ain't going to be Jacob Degrom that early. No, but I, I think you know he's still been uh, you know effective. Uh, at, you know, obviously, he's not going to be facing anybody you know to this point. Um, you know where he's you know where he's going to be somebody that's you know mowing down batters in in high mass innings and in rehab starts. But I think just not only from uh, you know stuff standpoint, but just the you know what he bring, what the energy of having Jacob Degrom on the mound for a start against your biggest rival is going to be an, a major piece of the puzzle for the Mets as well. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to get your chance to make a statement against these guys at their place, going against potentially their four, their, their four guys, I mean, th- this is the time to do it. Wow. So you feel like if he starts Tuesday, they could turn him around that quickly to come back? He pitch on the weekend, maybe I mean, I Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Possibly, you know. They, yeah, and then I guess technically he's he's penciled in for August seventh, so that that Sunday. Of the, remember, it is a five game series. Cause right, I said four. You're right. Yeah, five game Saturday. series. Yeah. yeah. So he would play, but he would he's lined up to pitch the fifth game of that five game series on Sunday, going opposite Spencer Strider right now. That would be interesting to see. Interesting to see. I think what we want to continue to see is the productivity from behind the plate. And my goodness, Contreras just came out last night big time. <laughs> It's like, you know, pick your poison, and you wonder if one of them is going to tail off, but they're both keeping it pretty hot throughout throughout the season here. They are. Um, you know, Travis Tarno talked a little bit about this um, right before the All-Star break. Um, what You know, the, the fact that, you know, William Contreras has put in all this work and, you know, how, how impressed he's been with that. But I think the other part of it, too, is, is how you've allowed Darno to not feel taxed out of being out there on an everyday basis. And he went back to, you know, talking about, you know, the success that he had working with Tyler Flowers and how the Braves have had success in the past, you know, with guys like Kurt Suzuki and on and on with these combos they've had with catchers. And said, you know, the biggest thing that you just don't think about is it's not just being behind the plate. Is what does that do to your legs when it's time for you to hit? Um, and I think and he and to have somebody who that he can rely upon and can deliver in his own right. And Contreras, I think, is just helping Darno that much more because he's you know he's able to get out there and, and feel fresh on the days when he needs to be both behind the plate and at it uh, swinging a bat. Hey, Corey, since we talked to you last, uh, I actually call him Coach Corey. Yeah, yeah, Coach is. Corey. Have you had, has there been a game? Has there been another tournament? Have you guys got another trophy? What's the deal where we let you go? Yeah, we racked up more rings last weekend, so uh, we're off for a few weeks now. <laughs> Our boys are, yeah, this, this squad's turning into a travel team for, uh, for Georgia Academy, so we're going to be uh, terrorizing some, some travel tournaments here coming up in the next, uh, next few months. Well, the good news is now that he's on the travel team, you, you won't be reaching in your pocket that much. That's the good, that's the good news. Yeah, something like that. You keep your wallet right there in your back pocket. Uh, listen, Corey okay. McCartney, as always, we can't thank you enough. Remember, from the Diamond, 5 p.m. right here on Sports Radio 92 on the game with Grant McCauley. Enjoy the matchups, and we'll uh, hopefully get a chance to talk to you next week, man. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks a lot. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.